Hello? Hey, this is Stephanie Strickland. Hey, Stephanie, it's Al. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Awesome. Hey, thanks for making the time. I've got uh, 14 short and simple questions, so why don't we go ahead and just dive right in? Sure. My first question to you is, what inspired you to do music? To do music? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I didn't have very much aptitude for professional baseball, and I wasn't <laughs> that interested in being a dental hygienist, so music was pretty much my only option left. <laughs> That's a fantastic answer. Looking at the current state of music, if you could make an album with any musical artist right now, who would you choose and why? Right now? Oh, gosh. Um, either Paul McCartney or Zamfir, Master of the Pan Flute. Uh, because, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it would be amazing to, to work on any project with a Beatle. And also, come on, Master of the Pan Flute. Can't get much better than that. <laughs> I'm, I'm very interested in that second collaboration for sure. What is your typically your process from the time that you come up with an idea to your execution of a parody oh, of a song? Well, it's it's pretty involved, but I'll I'll try to give you the the, the short version. Basically, I, I write about whatever is on my mind at the moment. Like uh, when I wrote "Eat It," I was thinking about food because I was kind of hungry, so I wrote entire song called Eat It. And when I was done, I thought, now what tune should I use for this? And I looked around and there happened to be another song called Beat It, which was very similar. And I said, I could just use this song, this melody. And it just worked out perfectly. (laughs) How has your strings attached tour been? And what was your favorite venue to play at? Uh, It was, it was great. We, uh, we, did 67 shows uh, this summer with a full symphony orchestra, and uh, it, it was an amazing experience. It, it, you know, a, a lot of my songs, you really can't get the, the humor out of them unless you hear them with a 41-piece orchestra. So that was a lot of fun to do. Um, there were a lot of really uh, great venues. Um, if I had to pick one, maybe Red Rocks in Colorado. That was uh, just a, an amazing, beautiful place. And uh, they had a really nice deli tray backstage, so that that was a that was an amazing experience. Big Easy Con taking notes that the green room matters on all of this. Okay, absolutely. There are so many different artists and areas of music to stay up with current trends. So, what keeps you motivated to keep putting out your genre of music? Uh, you know, I, I I'm just a fan of pop culture. Um, uh, you know, my, my genre of music is all genres. I mean, comedy is not a genre. The same way that Brad Bird says that animation is not a genre of, of film. It's uh, it's what you do with the genre. So I, I, as far as genres, I do everything from, you know, uh, polka to, to to heavy metal to, to, to gangster rap. I mean, uh, that's what's nice about my job is that I'm, I'm free to go from genre to genre and... and uh, and uh, do whatever I feel like at any given moment. I, I get to be as eclectic as I want to be. This is actually a great way to, and it dovetails right into my next question. Is there a parody or a satire that you wish you would have done? And do you have any regrets looking over your career? Well, um, there are certainly artists that I wish I would have had a chance to do, but for one reason or another, they didn't work out. Uh, I remember uh, in the early 90s, 
it seemed like a missed opportunity that he didn't do Vanilla Ice, but, you know, I was between albums, and by the time I came up with an idea for that, uh, the timing didn't work out. And, uh, and there, there are artists like uh, David Bowie and Bruce Springsteen, like major, major artists that for one reason or another, I just never came up with uh, a, a topical idea for them. Um, you know, so th- there are a lot of uh, t- times I wish I could have... Uh, <laughs> And there, there, are, and there are a lot of hit songs along the way that also seemed like they should have gotten the Weird Al treatment. But uh, again, I couldn't think of an idea that, in my mind, was was, was clever enough. So uh, that, that's always disappointing when when that that happens. Um, and regrets, you know, there are a lot of songs in my catalog that uh, uh, I'm not as proud of as as others. Let's say, particularly early on in my career. Uh, and there's maybe some uh, some terms or some language that I used in the early days, which are which is not as as uh, 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 which which maybe is a little uh, more offensive in, in our current era. So I mean, you know, language evolves, and and uh, I can't say that I'm <laughs> that I stand behind every all, every single lyric that I've written in my entire career because you know things change. Absolutely. With regard to, and this is going to be a difficult question to answer, just given your body of work. What is the project that you are most proud of? Um. It's always my most recent album, and I'll stand by that because uh, my last album, Mandatory Fun, uh, was the first comedy album ever to debut at number one on the Billboard charts, which which is still something I'm extremely proud of, and I'm sure I will be for the rest of my life. I mean, it still blows my mind that that happened, uh, and I'm very proud of it as an album as well, so uh, that that's something I, I take a lot of pride in. I won't refer to it as a genre. I will refer to it as a career. What advice would you give to aspiring artists who want to pursue a comedy career? Uh, I would I would say don't do it. Uh, all the jobs are taken. Uh, I would say maybe find a job in the in the uh, world of professional football or maybe uh, uh, dental hygiene. Okay. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> we see a lot of young performers use TikTok. We're going to talk social media right now. The videos, for me, it's, it's a time suck. I get on TikTok and I'm gone for an hour and the content's amazing. What are your thoughts on maybe social media in general and then particularly platforms like TikTok, which specialize in music? Um, you know, I, I'm just uh, tangentially familiar with TikTok. I, I know that it's, it's similar to, to Dub Smash, which came out a few years before TikTok, and uh, that was that was uh, kind of a craze for a while. Uh, I, I think it's fun, you know. I, I do like social media. It, it's kind of a... Uh, Kind of a time vampire has taken over my life. I spend way too much time just like you know, going through my Twitter feed and reading Facebook comments and and uh, and, and uh, seeing what my friends are doing on Instagram. So it's it's kind of taken over my life in a way. But it's it's fun. I do enjoy it, and it keeps me in contact with my fan base and with my friends. And uh, it's a kind of a good way to stay in touch. I just wish it didn't uh, <laughs> destroy my life in the process. You've just made so many people happy that you actually check your comments yourself. I think so often we just expect that, well, he's, he or she's probably never going to see it. So it's, I think it's awesome that you do manage to find time to make that happen. I, I, I try my question, best. You know, I, I, don't, I t- typically don't respond to people on social media just because that becomes a slippery slope because then everybody wants you to respond and then I'll, they get mad if you don't respond. So I, I just, I'm just sort of uh, <laughs> just, uh, just, just watching <laughs> the, the, the comments as they come in. Very smart. Are you professionally trained in tra- <laughs> to use certain instruments? <laughs> what is your favorite? Well, it depends what you mean by 
uh, professionally trained. I mean, I didn't go to Juilliard, but I, I took three years of accordion lessons from age of seven to ten. I had a weekly accordion lesson, so that was my professional training. Uh, and that's really the only instrument I know how to play well. Uh, I mean, the right-hand part of an accordion is basically a piano keyboard, keyboard so uh, I mean, ostensibly I know how to play piano, but my left hand is used to playing buttons, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, a, I'm not a good piano player. Uh, the accordion is really my, uh, the only instrument that I, I feel like I'm somewhat competent with. I have, I've talked to you about that on panels that I've moderated with you in the past, and I just have this vision of you as a seven-year-old taking your accordion lessons, and it comes to mind. I love it. Uh, my next question for you is, you've done the Star Wars Hit the Saga Begins and Yoda, so what's next for the fandom? You know, I used to joke that I do a, a Star Wars song every 20 years like clockwork, and uh, and th- it's been now 20 years since my last Star Wars parody came out. So people are like, come on, Al, where's the Star Wars parody? But I, I've thought about this, and certainly there's a lot of material I could work with, but I already have two extremely popular Star Wars songs in my oeuvre. Uh, in fact, most of my uh, uh, um, encores in my live show consist of those two Star Wars songs. And I figure if I did any more Star Wars material, it would become the Star Wars show. It would just be too much Star Wars. So as as much as I'm tempted and as much as the fans are crying out for it, I think I'm going to have to cut myself off. Yes. Can you ever have too much Star Wars? That's the next question for a different day. I have to ask you, what do you find most rewarding, directing movies or producing a song? Uh, I would say directing a movie. Uh, Unfortunately, I've never done that. (laughs) <laughs> maybe someday <laughs> I, I love it I can't wait to figure out who asked that question my next question for you is what is on your assuming you have this what is on your Spotify playlist at the moment uh, I don't have a Spotify playlist uh, I go on Spotify every now and then to hear songs but I, I've never made a playlist I don't, I don't think I have um, what's your music? What's your go-to music right now? Well, here, here's what I do. This is this is how I'm listening to music right now. I'm, I'm not uh, actively listening. Uh, uh, you know, when, when I'm trying to like write new parodies, I'm l- listening to the top forty stations and I'm, you know, going through the charts and all that. But just for my own personal amusement, what I've got, I've got a, a USB stick uh, in my car, which has got I don't know how many thousands of songs on it, but I just plug that in and I put it on, on random shuffle. So I'm, I'm driving around town and it goes from Frank Zappa to They Might Be Giants to Alanis Morissette to, you know, it's, it's, whatever, it's just weird, <laughs> bizarre playlist of, of just random uh, things that I like, which is, which is kind of fun because it's just really all over the map. I love it. And my last question to you is what are you looking forward to the most at Big Easy Con? Well, um, uh, I, I'm hoping that they have uh, blueberry muffins backstage uh, in the green room. Uh, and I want to get there early. Shatner's not going to be there, is he? Because he usually eats all the muffins before everybody else. You know, I hope, I hope that's not the case. Um, I will pull no, one aside for you. If you would, that would be nice. Like, uh, just, just one muffin is all, is all I want. I'm not, not greedy. I actually wrote this down, just so you know. <laughs> my, my intent is to deliver that to you in the green room backstage. I really look forward to seeing you here shortly. We appreciate your time today on the call, and I hope you have a great rest of your day and see you in a little bit. Well, thank you so much. Take care. Awesome. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.